0: another episode of pursuing Jesus daily and we're back after about a week and a half break and that is because I've been in the midst of moving because this past week um I started an internship in Eastern Europe so that was a big process of packing all my stuff up moving across the world and so far it's been an amazing experience Getting here was pretty rough, had a lot of flights, had to drive um, the rest of the way. I ended up in the country of Slovenia, and it's a beautiful country nestled between tons of mountains. It's filled with valleys and farms and cute little villages, and it's just amazing. You know, it's practically sunny every day, there's lightning almost every night. And it's it seems like a utopia, in a sense. and that's not the case though, because I got here, and yes, it's amazing. And what I'm doing here is I'm working with a church that you know they're trying to trying to um, they have a good amount of older people in their church, and so what I'm doing is I'm, I'm trying to get younger people in there um. And so I was talking with the pastor, some elders, and they said that there's a lot of there's a lot of people here who follow God, but not a lot of people who actually go out and pursue God in their communities or in their work or school or whatever it is. And they just kind of think that it's the pastor's job or the missionary's job or someone who who actually qualifies being a missionary as their job, like someone who's supported by a church. And that just really baffled me. And it made me think of James one twenty two, where it says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away, and at once forgets, what he was like, and that's just that's such a sad way to live. Now, of course, not all Slovians do this. Um, it's just a a common trend that's currently going through some Slovene churches. And yeah, I just that made me think of how how a lot of Christians do that. You know, you know we've. Me and my friends, anyways, we've classified it as Sunday Christians, you know, people who just go to church on Sunday, they sit down, listen to the sermon, stand up, worship, whatever they do, and then they go back home, go on with the rest of their lives, and they just act like normal, everyday people. They act like the rest of the world. And that's not what we're called to live by. Those people are hearers of the Word, of God's Word, of what God says, but they knew nothing about it. Yet if you look throughout the Bible, everyone who is remarkable, everyone who has a valuable story and gets stuff done, is someone who actually acts on what God says. You know? Now, of course, there is a time where you sit down, you hear God's word, and you absorb it. But then there's a, a process where it, you absorb it, and then you transform it into action. You apply what you learn to your life. You know, so many, so many of us are just living half of the life. We're only taking in the word, but then we don't act on it. It, it, just, it, it eliminates everything. And that's it's not living to our full potential. Which is not great. That's not what we're called to do. We're called to live to our full potential. To live in a way that is pleasing and glorifying to God. And we can't be glorifying to God if we don't do anything. Now, of course, there's a lot of amazing things about Slovenia. I've connected with a lot of people here already, and it's just incredible. Like, when I got here, I, I went with a friend to Lake Blade, which is a sweet little lake surrounded by some hills, and in the middle of the lake, there's this tiny island, and on the island is just a little a little church, and it's, it's a pretty well-known um, lake that this church sits on, um but the thing is, like, it's so beautiful. It attracts everyone. It's a, by far the most popular place in Slovenia. And really Slovenia is only known for them. But anyways, I was I was on this lake with a friend of mine paddleboarding around, and I noticed how jaw-droppingly beautiful this country was. The water was clear blue. You could see thousands of fish swimming beneath you. You look up and you see a little church on a little island and you look past that and on the top of one of those hills is just a huge castle that's over a thousand years old. And it just just baffles me that I'm in this place. And yet in a world in a place that is so beautiful, just overflowing with beauty and wonder. There's such darkness and such loss, you know? But a lot of people don't see it. The tourists who come here for a day or two just see the beauty, and they don't see the pain that's here. And that's the same with everywhere in the world. You know, you can go to Paris... And see the Eiffel Tower. You can go to the Tower of London and see how amazing that is. You can I don't know, you can go to the Grand Canyon, you can see all these beautiful things, and yet there's always pain hidden underneath those things. It's kinda like how people are. You know, a lot of us try to try to put on an image, try to think that we have everything under control and everything set, you know, where we're good, we're successful people. But that's not the case. Really not for anyone. Everyone has their struggles that they try to hide, or their pain, or shame, or guilt that's beneath them. And we need to keep that in mind, because you can see something, see see someone as beautiful, or accomplished, or amazing but they can be going through the same struggles as you or worse. It's a tough life out there, and it's hard to get a proper grasp on what is going on in people's lives. That we got, We have to pay attention. We have to be filled with the Spirit. We have to hear God's Word, be filled with the Spirit, and then act it out in our lives. We have to go out and do. We have to go and change the world. Because no matter how beautiful a place looks or seems, there is always this under, uh, this underlaying sin and fear and guilt and shame and pain that is being experienced. And our beautiful opportunity is to go and to help these people and love these people. A lot of people get the wrong idea of Christianity. They think it's, a bunch of rules, and a bunch of condemnation. They think, you know, this, this religion is wrong or shameful. But if you look at a few verses past James one twenty two, where it talks about being hearers of the word and doers of the word, it says this in verse 27. It says that religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. That's what that's what we got to do. That's, that's all of Christianity just simplified so easily when it comes down to actions. It's to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. So we get to... We are blessed with getting to go and love people and help people who are afflicted or in pain. And as as we know, that's everyone. Everyone is broken because we live in a broken world. And then to keep oneself unstained from the world? Basically, that's just not being a Sunday Christian, you know? It's where you go out and you pursue God every day. And you pursue people every day. And you spend every waking moment loving people and serving people. Even when it's hard. It was hard. It's hard for me to move to Slovenia across the world. I miss my family. I miss my friends. I miss my job, my school. I miss everything. But this is God's calling. And this is what he has for me. And so it is my joy and my pleasure and my calling to go and to serve God wherever I am. And so I hope you think about that too. And where is God calling you? You know, it could, it could be across the world or it could be right next door. You know, start a conversation up with your neighbor, See, see what's, what's up in their lives or your coworker or your schoolmate. Literally anybody, literally anybody out there, everyone needs God. Everyone needs to be loved, and everyone's afflicted. So keep that in mind. And I just, I want to send you out today with a verse from Ephesians three twenty-two, And it says this, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we may ask or even think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Now go and live lives that are glorifying to God and that prove your calling in this world. God bless you guys. Or, you know my career.